Face the Music, a pre-ELO song-by-song podcast, is sponsored by fine Patreoners like Morton S. Erickson. This is Face the Music, a pre-ELO song-by-song podcast. Episode negative zero eight two. It's only the dog. It's Only the Dog was a single released by the Knight Riders in November 1966. It was a cover of the B-side for the Kingsman's Louie Louie single and produced by Claire Francis. Roger Spencer sung lead and brand new member Jeff Lynne played guitar. In the May 13, 2005 article for Goldmine, Dave Thompson wrote, Jeff Lynne auditioned for the Knight Riders, and having blown away the watchers with a display of quite astonishing guitar prowess, was accepted on the spot. Days later, the Knight Riders were locked away in Hansworth Hollock and Taylor Studios to have another go at recording a single. With drummer Spencer on vocals, they emerged with It's Only the Dog, backed with My Friend, released by Polydor to no avail whatsoever. On the June 26, 2016 episode of The First Time With... Jeff said, It was in a studio called Hollick and Taylor, I think, in Hensworth in Birmingham. You know, they weren't like a big major studio. They were just... They were a good studio. I mean, it worked and everything. We just laid one down and I think Polydor released it, which is amazing. Apparently they liked it and they overdubbed some people shouting on it. That was awful and I didn't like that bit much. But I wasn't the producer then on that one. How's your dog? I'm Eric Paul Johnson. And I'm Eric Winsenson. And you know what? I'm going to let Eric start. He seems to have something that he wants to get out of his system, so I'll let him go. We've got a song that is basically an excuse I use whenever... There are barking spiders. It's only the dog. The dog did it. Yep. However, then usually Joyce says, we don't have a dog. So maybe the cat. We're cats. We don't do that. Not <laughs> Oh, <dogs>. they do. <laughs> anyway, to get away from animal defecation. Exactly. <laughs> and try and refocus back on why we're here. So we're moving on to the Night Riders. Jeff Lynn has left the, well, I think the chats just kind of fell apart. And Jeff Lynn has moved on to the Night Riders, a band that actually has a recording contract and put out actual records, not acetates. Records that nobody bought, like this one. And at least for me, I wouldn't have bought it either. A few episodes ago, I talked about how I'm not a big fan of garage fans back in the 60s. And this is why. It sounds dirty. And I don't mean, oh, naughty dirty. 
I mean, it sounds like it was found in the dumpster, buried under a little bit of trash, but enough poked out for somebody to pick it out, take it over to the dirt, roll it around in there, and then say, here, enjoy this. I know there are people who love this kind of just dirty rock, but I never have. I just never liked it. I mean, that was one of the things what I love about ELO. Even when it did get rocking and hard and stuff, it didn't sound messy. It had the strings on it that made it sound pleasant, even like Poker, which is a pretty hard rocking song, but there's a, a sort of clean distortion to it and not just, well, this song, which is just noise <laughs> with some shouting on it that Jeff Lynne did not like. But, you know, Jeff Lynne wasn't producing this, so they have to put up with the shouts of it's the dog, it's the cat, whatever they're shouting in it. I don't, well, they say somebody produced this. <laughs> uh, Claire, somebody. Um, but uh, just because you got to have a name of somebody who is in the studio, I guess. Mm. I love garage rock. I love that sound, that really proto-punk, dirty sound that they had and everything. The very underproduced sound, the fuzz guitar, the attempt over and over to imitate the Rolling Stones. <laughs> yeah. And then after one or two songs, figuring out, hey, we're better than just <laughs> doing these two chords. And then they do something like Psychotic Reaction or... I see, I like that one. I can't get to love, I can't get affection. Pushing too hard, which still is two chords. But you're pushing too hard, pushing too hard on me. But <laughs> yeah, I love a lot of that stuff. The screamed vocals, the distortion, everything. Love a lot of the new bands that still do the same style. Love hearing Dio do it with his <laughs> old bands. However. <laughs> <laughs> Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure <laughs> features Bill and Ted and their garage band, Wild Stallions. Mm. And the comment of George Carlin at the end of the first movie of, they get better. They do get better. <laughs> yeah. Well, my writers, I don't think ever got a chance to get better. <laughs> I don't know what the B-side sounds like yet. That might completely redeem them because... A lot of times on these types of garage rock bands, B-sides turn out to be better than the A-side. <laughs> In fact, a lot of the songs you think were A-sides are B-sides. This mm -hmm. one, it's only the dog. Well, we were talking about animal defecation. That's kind of how I describe the song. <laughs> <laughs> Robert Spencer is the lead vocal on this, and... He is trying so hard to sound like he's from somewhere in the South. Yeah. I, see, that Which was... makes no sense since the Kingsmen who did the original are from Seattle. <laughs> yeah. And they don't even try any of this stuff on their version. Oh, the God. Yeah. Um, I mean, it, that was the one thing I did like about the Knight Riders version was at the end of every chorus... And at the end, when he said, it's me, it was kind of funny. And then at the end, where they just purposely play a chord with all the fingers in the wrong places. Oh, that's all me. 
I thought that was kind of amusing. But it it's a mess. Oh yeah, no, it's it's a total cacophony. It's just yeah. I mean, I liked the Kingsman one much better. I made some noise and I heard his angry voice yelling, "What's the right?" It's cleaner sound. It's still garage rock kind of sound, but it's more polished. And, and I'll also give points to the Knight Riders, who completely did away with the intro that the Kingsmen did. The Knight Riders, they just launched right into it and started banging away at it. Whereas the Kingsmen, they ripped off La Bamba. The lead guitar intro that would pop in and out of the song, that was La Bamba. <laughs> That's been ripped off forever. Oh, God, yes. No, uh, it's 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 a billion songs. R.E.M. ripped it off. Stand is La Bamba. Garage rock just basically is very simple at its core, and it's going to yeah. use the same riffs and everything that have been used before. It just fuzz the guitar, make it sound dirtier. But Louis Louis was the process of a cheap recording studio. Yeah, that actually worked out because I think yeah. actually I hate to say it, the Kingsmen were a more talented band than the Night Riders. <laughs> the Chads were infinitely more talented than the Knight Riders. Jeff Lynn is obviously kind of, from what I was reading on the Jeff Lynn database, he was kind of hired to replace somebody else. Then right before they went into the studio, paid their pound 50 to record this. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if they rehearsed. <laughs> and somehow it got released as a single. None of the Chad stuff got officially released. All they needed to do was re-record the songs and make sure the vocals were a little bit higher and they would have been fine. This, yeah, yeah it's it would be an interesting record to have just for history. That's not something I'm going to rush out and spend whatever insane amount of money mm -hmm. somebody probably wants for this just because Jeff Lynn is on it. Yeah, I think what they're doing here is that uh, they're just showing, hey, we're rocking. We rock. Watch us. We're going to rock. And we're going to make some noise and we're going to rock. So let's just get right into this and, and rock. Yeah, this is just loud, banging, chants, screaming. And there's your garage rock song. As for Jeff Lynn, I mean, at this point, I think he's still the meek little shy guy who's in the band. And I guess maybe sort of like the George Harrison of the band. I'll play what you want me to play. I won't play what you don't want me to play. And that's... I don't think Jeff Lynn has broken out yet as far as, hey, I, I'm in the band too, and I, I can can we do this and kind of work his way up the band food chain to songwriter and eventually producer and then mega superstar in charge of everything? Well, I don't think we'll get as much hate on this saying that Jeff Lynn himself doesn't like it, I guess. <laughs> He's not so crazy about it. Yeah, he doesn't like the shouting part. That was the record company who said, you know what? 
let's put in some shouting. Because I think probably at that point, the basic recording was done and Jeff Lynn probably went home and back to his parents' house and having supper mm-hmm. and watching Doctor Who on TV or, or whatever British people did in 1966. Got something to say about it's only the dog, then call the telephone line voicemail. <laughs> Great moments in Electric Light Orchestra history. In 1966, I went professional when I was 18, so I'd had some little jobs, I'd done little jobs of work, you know, from when I left school. And then I got this chance to be a professional guitar player, which meant you didn't have to go to work, basically. <laughs> That's about how professional it was. With this group called the Night Riders that I'd watched when I was, you know, younger, and learnt some things off the lead guitarist. And suddenly I got this chance to to play with this group, I'd, I'd gone to an audition and uh, I got the job and then it was fantastic then because the next two years I don't think we had one night off, we used to play just in Birmingham and there's millions of pubs and clubs and dances and stuff just never stopped playing from about 66 to 68 that's all we did, we just play every night and I loved it because it makes you play really well and you get really tight and um, it was just fantastic to play every night I mean it was Suddenly I was rich as well, I was only earning like, you know, £20 a week or something, but you never had to spend any money because you were always out at the place that you were playing and people would buy you drinks and and it was really, really good fun, you know, fabulous, a, a, gr- a very good grounding for, you, for, for the trade. Well, say hey, this is Troy, or should I say, it's only the dog. I have to tell you, man, I can't get enough of this song. I think it's hilarious. I have listened to it several times, and it still cracks me up. And let's see, the first thing I want to say about it is, well, Louie Louie, the chords for Louie Louie by the Kingsman, the gift that keeps on giving for rock and roll. I also hear echoes of Wayne Fontana and the Mindbenders, Game of Love, and, Strangely enough, I'm a Fool by Dino, Desi, and Billy. I heard some of that melody in there as well. As for the singer, and I think his voice sounds like a cross between Jeff and Mick Jagger, especially when he gets to the chorus. And then I also love it. I love the background vocals as they kick in when the chorus begins. Kind of hear a little bit of echo of ELO harmony there. I just love the way they say dog after the singer says it's only the dog. But whatever, it's, it's really hilarious. And of course, I love it when he says it's only me. That's where he really sounds like Jagger. An enjoyable song. Not bad at all for a 19-year-old Jeff Lynn, and I will talk to you again next week. Face the Music, a pre-ELO song-by-song podcast, is a production of Radio Trolla Entertainment, Assorted Deli Meets Amalgamated. You can contact us by voicemail at 623 850 
or email us at eloftmpodcast at gmail.com and we'll read and reply to it on the show. Keep up to date by joining our Facebook group and spread the word by sharing the link or giving us a quick rating on iTunes. Subscribe to our YouTube page, the Electric Light Orchestra Podcast channel, to hear other goodies. You can financially support the podcast at patreon.com slash elopod or PayPal using the podcast's email address. Or send a check or money order to P.O. Box 1932, Superior, Arizona 85173. Next week, episode negative zero eight one. Your friend.